Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefney Early and you are listening to episode 47 of the podcast here today. It is of course Friday which means we are previewing the sports action of the weekend. This week on the Sports Preview Show in the absence of the Gaelic Football Championships taking place we're going to be talking about the young developmental athletes coming through in a range of sports in the county. We will, of course, be looking at the women's football world in the county, where the championship continues at all levels this weekend. And I'll be talking to Laura O'Dowd later in the show about Ultra Gales' clash with Drummer Hare on Sunday. For the rest of the show, we're going to be focusing on the younger generation of sports people across the county. And I have gathered for today's show a group of five elite boys and girls taking part in their respective sports of rugby, soccer and volleyball on the international and provincial scene representing Leitrim themselves and their families. I'm going to be speaking to Hannah Johnston of Manor Hamilton and Matthew Early of Leitrim Village and yes there is a family connection he's my nephew Uh, I get that out in the open nice and early. They're both in Connacht's under 18 and under 19 squads. Matthew is in the boys under 19 squad while Hannah is in both the under 18 and under 19 squads for Connacht this year. They're both members of Sligo Rugby Club and they will be talking about their chances of retaining both of their provincial titles over the next week or two weeks in Hannah's case. In soccer I'll be talking to Mern Devani who is back from two games against Belgium for the under 17 international side and her Sligo Rovers side's chances against Galway back at home in the under 17 women's national league while Niall Morahan is getting over his injury concerns that he picked up on international duty at the under 19 European Championships just a few weeks ago hoping to be back in action for Sligo Rovers men's team very very soon. Finally, we talk to Gareth Gilmartin, who is the captain of the under-19 international volleyball squad, a native of Drumshambo. And he's going to tell us about how the whole squad is coming to Drumshambo next week for a four-day training camp ahead of their home nations competition in Scotland in two weeks' time. We're going to start there, and I'm going to have a chat with Gareth about what exactly being the captain of the under-19 international side means to him. One of the traditional sports in Drumshambo Vocational School is volleyball. It's one of the kind of strongholds of the sport in the country. And we are honoured to have the captain of the Irish Under-19 squad as a member of the community here in Drumshambo. Gareth Gilmartin, welcome to the programme. Hello, Brefney. Thanks for having me. No problem. Tell us a little bit about the sport in the school. Been around a long time with John King, was the man that sort of started up and... When he retired, Aidan Shannon took over and sort of when Aidan came we we sort of kept on going with cadets and then Mr King came back and sort of can't get rid of him now it's that he's that involved but I know it's it's going good at the moment. We've got into a few All Ireland finals there the last few years, so it's it's going good, yeah. And obviously you excel at the sport and you've been appointed captain of the Irish under nineteen team. Congratulations. Uh thanks. It's a it's a huge honour from someone from from Shambo to be captained as our to be honored to captain the Irish team it's something that's never been heard of from the school or even been done before in terms of the recognition of the town within the sport the Irish 19 team are going to be actually based here next week for a training camp tell us a bit about the camp starts monday 
It's good to have the, the lads coming down here for the, the week's training, but there will be nothing easy about it. It'll be a good, hard training session that we'll expect, and it's good to see that they wanted to come back here and, and train here in the community of Tumshamba. Tell us a bit about what the, the week is going to entail. Where are people going to be staying? Where are you going to be training? Uh, we're going to be staying down in um, uh, Allen Centre down there at um, Sean Wynn's Hostel. And then we're going to be training up in the Mayflower. So it'll be two trainings a day and probably do a recovery session in between. Maybe do a few activities just to bond and... Take a dip in the lake just to cool you off. The, take a dip in the lake, yeah. <laughs> in terms of the actual size of the camp, how many athletes will be in? It'll be the full 12 people that'll be going to Scotland, but there's obviously a lot more that wasn't picked, but they're equally as good as the rest of the lads that's on the team. They were just unfortunate, but it'll be the full, it'll be the 12 people that'll be travelling to Scotland that'll be there. And now tell us about the, the tournament in Scotland itself. It's going to be at the end of the month. Um, we're looking forward to it. It's, it's going to be a tough tournament. Like We've played Northern Ireland twice. It was t- two tight games between ourselves, and we'll expect the exact same now when we go off to Scotland from the other teams. So who will you play over there? Uh, we'll be playing Northern Ireland, England, uh, Scotland, East and West and then we'll see from there how we get on the groups and then we'll go hopefully into the South Finals. Or in terms of the sport in the country, obviously it's very heavily played in the school here but there's no local club so what happens next for you now that you've left school? Uh, hopefully I'll be going to Limerick and studying down there and I'll pick up with the team there Monster Thunder and play club volleyball with them and that'll keep going with with the rest hopefully for the next four years if I get my course. Uh, obviously you were recording this a little bit ahead of your CAO offers you had your leaving cert results yesterday as we're speaking to you uh, are you confident of getting your course uh, on Thursday? Uh, hopefully yeah it's I'm fairly confident that I'll get it I just have to wait tomorrow and see if I get the offer and it'll take from there. Well, listen, the very best of luck with the CEO offer. You'll know by the time you hear this back whether you've got your course or not. Uh, and the very best of luck in the training camp next week and in Scotland. Thanks, William Breffney. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. This week in Belgium, Manor Hamilton's Mern Devani played two games with the Republic of Ireland under 17 squad. Mern, welcome back to the show. Ah, oh, thank you. How was the trip to Belgium? Yeah, it was it was great. It was a great experience. Uh, we were there for I think seven days. Um, we trained five times. We had two matches, so it was, all round it was very good. Yeah. In terms of the games, we probably won't dwell too much on them. Yeah, look, it didn't go the way we had planned. Like we, it was our first time in since we played under 16s a few months ago. It was our first time out. We had only had maybe two or three training sessions before we played the first match. We we thought we knew them a bit better than we probably did and we didn't set up as defensively as we probably should have, but look, it was a learning curve and we went back then to the drawing board for the next day. In terms of moving up to under 17, of course, Colin Bell had been the manager at this level. He's moved on to Huddersfield and you had a new boss in charge. How, how did you get on with the new guy? Yeah, James Scott, he was appointed, I think, two weeks ago as the new head coach. He had Irene from Limerick and um, Dave from Limerick as well, the goalkeeping coach. Brilliant. Oh, they were so helpful and they were so good all weekend. Like They were so professional all through the week and I, I felt like we learned so much and it was a great step up, yeah. A little birdie tells me you got uh, Irish player of the match in the second game on Wednesday. 
Oh, well, yeah. Um, I did, look at, I think it was just, we, everybody worked very hard. It didn't go the, the way we wanted to on Sunday, but yeah, I don't know. A quiet weekend by your standards ahead. You have a, an away trip to Galway on Saturday for your Women's National League under-17 fixture with Sligo Rovers. Yeah, Saturday we're taking on Galway in the next round of the 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 league. Um, I think we need a, th- a, a big three points. We're going away with a few missing. I think we have 15 players travelling. We have a few on holidays, so it's going to take a big performance. But I think we're well able to. How are you finding that step up to National League level? Obviously, you've been around Ireland squads for a while, so there's been no doubt in your ability, but playing week in, week out at a higher level, how has that been going for you? Yeah, it's great. Like It's where you would definitely want to be at, at this time now. I think it was time for, for a move to a better standard. When you're getting the call-up then to play for Ireland, like the, their players playing at the top level every week, and you know yourself like if you're not playing at that level all week it's it's hard to just turn it on then when you get called into camp but yeah I think moving to Sligo Rovers it's been absolutely brilliant I think I've came on a good bit since I've been there and I'm really looking forward to hopefully next year another good year as well. One of the big things that caught people's attention on social media during the week was the visit of Vincent Company, the former Man City captain and Premier League winning man or winning captain last year to your squad late last week how interesting was it to meet him did he spend much time chatting to you yeah it was brilliant we were going into our last drill of the training session and James called us over and literally I didn't know who was there but yeah he was preparing for a Champions League match with the women the following day and he came up to say hello he was brilliant yeah he told us that he he started his first training with um, the uh, under 16 girls team and he said he was very inspirational and told us like it just takes plenty of practice. It's it's not the um the training in the gyms and the run in the fields, it's literally kicking the ball off the wall right and left foot and yeah, everybody was swearing to hopefully be trained by him someday, I suppose. Well listen, Mern, I'm sure you'll go on to be coached by people, if not Vincent Company, people just as luminary as him over the years, whether that's in Sligo or with Ireland or further afield. Uh, congratulations on a reasonably successful week for performances at least, if not on re- the results, and the very best luck against Galway at the weekend and for the rest of the season. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. This weekend sees the start of the Under-19 Rugby Interprovincial Championships, where the four provinces will compete against each other for the crown over the next 10 days or so. This evening in Thoman Park, Connacht are the visitors to Munster, and there are two Leitrim players in that Connacht squad this evening. Matthew Early, who's a veteran of last year's club's interprovincial victory with Connacht, is joined by his Sligo rugby club teammate, Will Whelan, a Manor Hamilton native now living in Carrick and Shannon. I'm joined by Matthew Early to talk about his journey so far with Connor Ruby and also to have a look forward at the competition over the next 10 days. Matthew, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Revenue. Now, I have to say, uh, you're my nephew, so we know each other quite well at this stage. It feels a little bit weird with the microphone set up in your kitchen in the house. So tonight you're playing Munster and you've been part of this Connacht setup for a couple of years now. Tell us a bit about the game and what we can expect and what people can expect from it. Well, we have three games, uh, Munster tonight, four o'clock. Next Wednesday, we have Leinster at home in the sports grounds and then to finish it off with Ulster in uh, Maynooth. So we'll be looking 
definitely to get a victory in all those games. We've been training hard over the summer and we'll see how tonight goes and we'll push on, see if we can regain an Interpro title. Now you were part of that victorious group last year at under 18, played over a week or so in UL. Tell us about those games and, and that victory. It was a 10 day camp down in Limerick, first game against Leinster, first time we ever got to play them so we were really looking forward to that and we went out there open minded thinking anything was possible. And obviously, coming from Connacht, not the best record down with the Interpros. Last minute try, saw us get over the line against Leinster and really set us up for the other two games against Munster and Ulster, which we turned out to win. And got the All-Ireland title in the end. Uh, always nice to get a little victory and a trophy to bring home with you. This this year's camp, who are some of the names that people might want to look out for in the, in the Connacht squad? Because there's been a few, yourself included, who have worn the Irish jersey at various levels this year. Yeah, so it's been a very successful year for Connacht Rugby with Irish representatives. Um, I think we had 10 or 11, maybe 12 in with Irish camps over the Christmas, including myself. Yeah, I think we had four or five in the Six Nations squad and um, definitely look out for them when they're coming up. Talk to us a bit about Will because you've got a good bit of coverage locally in terms of your your career so far with Connacht. Uh, Will is new on the Connacht scene, sort of. He was involved in the representative sides earlier, but because of his exploits with your own school, Sligo Grammar School and Sligo Rugby Club, he has been drafted in for this year's squad. Yeah, obviously he's been playing well at school rugby and with club rugby and he's been noticed and he deserves his position on the team. Hopefully we'll get a few minutes under his belt in the Interpros and he can show what he has in the locker. Your background, of course, is Carrick Rugby, as well as the schools that we mentioned, but your club has been Carrick Rugby up until last season when you transferred to Sligo. Tell us a bit about rugby in the county and and what's there for maybe kids who are interested in playing in the game. Well, obviously, rugby wouldn't be the number one sport in the county, probably behind football and maybe soccer. Gaelic football now, maybe soccer. and um, Obviously, Carrick Rugby had a very successful year last summer with the senior team getting promoted. All the underage teams seem to have good numbers coming out for training and all the teams that I've been involved with have been successful for a new club in the area. I think it's important that they just um, hopefully get schools rugby started in Carrick, which doesn't really seem to be moving at the moment, but that'd be important to get a bit of schools rugby playing alongside the club in Carrick. In terms of your own career, obviously you left Carrick Rugby Club because there weren't enough numbers for another 18 team last year. You moved to Sligo. How has that change been for you? It was a new experience going to a new club. I've been with Carrick most of my club rugby career. Unfortunately, there was no team there for under-18s and uh, I just needed to be playing club rugby. So Sligo was really my only other option. And um, yeah, I've been welcomed in. Uh, we lost out in the cup semi-final to uh, a strong Banlis low team. I got my debut in the AIL with the senior team, which I'm really happy with, which I didn't expect at the start of the season. I'm looking forward to another season with Sligo Rugby, hopefully. As well as the Interpros over the next 10 days, you, you also have that AIL season to look forward to. Rugby is very much a sport that Leitrim people see on the television, whether it's the provincial game or the international game, but the club game seems to kind of live in a bit of a vacuum where... If you, unless you're involved in it, you tend not to know about it. Tell us a little bit about Sligo. Where do they play, first of all? And what's there for people maybe in the north of the county who are interested in playing in a, a club in the local area? Sligo play in Strandhill, out in Hamilton Park. And they're in 
Division 2B of the AIL recently promoted uh, two seasons ago and just missed out on promotion this year to a last-minute try to um, Black Rock, which uh, crushed a few hearts, but we'll have to get over it. But we're really looking forward to the AIL season next year. Definitely pushing to be promoted into 2A. In terms of your own involvement, you mentioned you made your debut last year towards the end of the season. How much involvement do you expect to have in that squad this year? Well, I hope to be involved definitely getting game time every week but it's up to the managers it's up to how I'm playing so I hope to be involved with the squad a lot so we'll see how it goes. Once your Connacht commitments come to an end over the next 10 days so just to refresh memories 4pm this evening in Thoman Park Munster versus Connacht and there's two Leitrim guys on the squad for Connacht Matthew Early and Will Whelan both currently playing their club rugby with Sligo and just come out of the school's game with Sligo Grammar School as well. The very best of luck to you, Matthew. Thank you for joining me. No bother. Thank you very much for having me. Staying with rugby, but looking at the female form of the game, and Leitrim is also represented at under 18 and under 19 level this season by Manor Hamilton's Hannah Johnson. Hannah, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bethany. Hannah, tell us a little bit about how a girl from Manor Hamilton ends up playing rugby because it's not a traditional rugby area. No, it's not. Well, I suppose the first rugby match I ever watched was the 2015 World Cup. And then after that, I was just hooked on it. I loved it. And I thought, you know, I'd love to give it a try. So I actually, it wasn't until I think it was September 2017, I actually started with Sligo. And then since then, I've just, you know, been playing away. Of course, you were a member of the under-18 squad that lifted the All-Ireland Championship last year, the Interprovincials. How nice was it to, to win that at the first attempt? Oh, incredible. I never expected to have brought two Dillon's class. And you're having another crack at it this year because you're you're still quite young. You've another year or two left in yeah, this team, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, I'm this year and then I'm next year as well. So you've already won the All-Ireland with two years to spare. <laughs> I like it. Tell me a little bit more about this year's preparations. You play Leinster on Saturday in Barn Hall in, uh, in Maynooth. Yeah, yeah. Um, preparation has been going well, actually. Pre-season has been pretty good. So yeah, we're excited for it and we're ready to beat Leinster. And the rest of the competition has been run off over the next couple of weeks. When are the other games? So we're playing Munster on the 24th of August, I think. And then Ulster on the 31st. And then after that, we will have a semi-final. So it could be, it's either against Munster or Ulster, obviously. And then after that, we'll be the final the week after. Tell me a little bit more about Sligo Rugby Club for Girls, because we all know rugby is a, a, a sport for boys, but it's becoming more and more of, a, of an opportunity for girls to get involved in the game. What teams are there in Sligo and how do people get involved if there's other girls maybe your age or younger looking to play the yeah, sport? Yeah, well... Um... There's actually a load of age groups for girls, um, especially underage. There's a huge uh, amount of teams underage. There's, this year we'll have an under-18 team, and we already have an under-16 team, under-14, and there's under-12 as well. So if, if there's anyone who would like, like to get involved, we train on Mondays and Wednesdays, and we'll be starting, I think it's in two weeks for a certain So just when the interprovincials are over, you're back into the club grind. Yeah. Do you enjoy playing the sport, Hannah? Oh, I love it, yeah, it's great. It's class, I love it. Well, listen, the very, very best of luck to you over the, the next couple of weekends against all of the other three provinces. And I'm sure you'll do just as well as last year and bring home that cup 
at the end. I'm sure you'll do your best to make sure that happens at least. Thank you, thank you. I'll try, I'll try my best anyway. A couple of weeks on the show, we were talking soccer with Niall Moran as he was at the Under-19 European Championships with the Irish squad. He's home, he's back with Sligo Rovers and he signed a new contract this week. Niall, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. It's been a, a kind of interesting four to six weeks for you with the European Championship call-up. It came quite late. Tell us a bit about how you enjoyed the Armenia experience. Uh, it was an unbelievable experience, to be honest. Uh, dream come true, really. It's, um, not many players at all or get to go to a European finals or let alone play for their country. So it was a real, uh, real proud moment for myself and my family. Obviously, over there, it's, um, it's still a great experience. You're playing against the best players in Europe and... It's memories that'll last a long time with myself. Now, on a personal note, you picked up an injury over there. You had had a little bit a couple of weeks beforehand and it just aggravated itself during the championships and you didn't play, although you were involved in the qualification two of the games. How disappointing was that on a personal level? Uh, it was very disappointing, actually, when you go out there and you get told that you're not going to feature due to injury. Um, it is. It's a bit, uh, bit soul-destroying at the time, but you have to look at the bigger picture Um you have to obviously it's your livelihood you have to look after your body and you have to be ready to go and you can't be out for too long a period of time so uh, yeah I'm kind of happy in one way that I didn't aggravate it anymore but disappointed in another way I didn't get a feature what is the nature of the injury what what's, what actually is, is wrong um it's bruised bone and ligaments in the knee so um at the time it was six to eight weeks so progress is coming along good I'm moving well uh I had to get a scan on it, so uh, I'm only a few weeks away from being back in action now. Now, Sligo Rovers, in your absence, had a fantastic win, not because you weren't there, but had a great win last weekend in the FAI Cup. They beat Intermediate Side Glebe North up there 8 0. Some absolutely cracking goals in the highlights. Yeah, yeah, some really good goals there. Um, Dave Cawley and Chris Twardek with the hat tricks. No, those games are good. Uh, obviously, you don't want to be losing those games, and they're great to build a bit of confidence, lads scoring goals. and. Uh, yeah, a great performance. So we got Limerick in the next round. So hopefully we can do it again and push on. I suppose Sligo, we've spoken about this in the show as well, have a good pedigree in the cup, particularly in the last decade. Two disappointing years over the last two years. Limerick in the next round, people would expect you to beat them given the, the form that they've been in this season in the lower division. So without going too far forward into the season, if you beat them, you're in a quarter final, And really, then it starts to come down to a game or two from the Aviva Stadium. Listen, you'll get no easy games coming to this stage in the competition, but yeah, hopefully we we can push on by Limerick and yeah, when as you said, quarterfinals of the cup, and you never know what'll happen then. The St Pat's this weekend tomorrow night. You won't be available. Will you be back for the Limerick game, or will it be later in the season? Um, I would be hoping to be back for the Limerick game. I might be pushing it a bit tight, but uh, I'll be there thereabouts hopefully. And I suppose let's talk about the real reason I'm having a chat with you today, which is the announcement during the week of your scholarship, your contract, Wh- what exactly have have you been signed up for for the next two and a half years? Um, so I signed a two-year contract with Sligo, which uh, incorporates a scholarship to IT Sligo, where I'll study a business degree. We'll be training in the evenings uh, come September, which will allow myself and other scholarship recipients to balance the college life and football. It's a big advancement for Sligo. I know they have had dalliances with scholarship programmes in the past, but this seems to be on a on a more formal and, and fixed basis. I know you had offers from other colleges, most notably UCD. 
what was it that made you choose to pick Sligo in the end? Well, I think I've been going down to Sligo since I was a young fella with emerging talent squads and everything. And I feel the last year has gone well for me. So I, I'm happy where I am. And I suppose I wanted to keep going and I wanted to commit myself to the club because I think we all see good things on the horizon and I want to be a part of that. I did the leaving start last year and I took a year out just to solely concentrate on the football and going to IT Sligo now I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because um, I am young I need to open up different avenues for myself later in life and I'm really looking forward to getting started. Well Niall listen the very best of luck. It's great to see young athletes like everyone else we've had on the show today who are making progress in their sport and, and actually making it a lifestyle and a, and a career option and the very best luck to you going forward. Uh, it's great news to see that you've kind of secured your future in the game for the next two and a half years. Thank you very much. In local Gaelic games this weekend, Saturday, August the 17th, sees a full round of fixtures in both the Vistamed Junior A Football Championship and the Vistamed Junior B Football Championship. In Junior A, Gortletra play Ahawillan in Carrigallon at 5.30, while St Mary's Kiltahart face Mohol in Avoncard Park, Sean McDiarmada, also at 5.30. Kiltubbard and Melvin Gales face off, and they will play in Drumcuran at 5.30 also. The final game of the Junior A Football Championship takes place in Clune, and that is between Anaduff and Carrigallon at 7pm. Also on Saturday night in the 4th Division Junior B Football Championship, St Mary's Kiltard play at Mohol in Avoncard Park Shaw McDiarmada at 7pm. That is immediately after their Junior A clash. Uh, the same two teams in action there. Fianna St Callians play Ahavas in Carrigallon at 7, while Balnamore Sean O'Heslins play Glencar Manor in Drumcuran at 7 also. Bornacula will face Leitrim Gales in the final game in that competition, and that's in Clune at 5.30. On Sunday at 12 noon, Melvin Gales host Anna Duff in a refixture in Division 1 of the All-Counties League. Melvin Gales will be looking to leapfrog Glencar Manor into 4th place, with one set of fixtures remaining in Division 1 of the league. While Anaduff can put some distance between themselves and the four relegated sides uh, at the foot of the table and draw level with Ochwillen and Leitrim Gales. In women's football, a full round of fixtures in all levels of the championship in the county this weekend. In the McCormick's Mace Ladies Senior Championship, Drummahair and Uchtra Gales play at 11 while Kiltubbard and St. Joseph's play in Ballinamore at 12.30. In the intermediate grade, Bornacula St. Mary's play Fina in Ballinamore at 11, while Anaduff play Mohol in a local derby, and that game will be in Drummond also at 11am. Kildragales play Uchtragales B in Leitrim Village at 12.30, after Uchtragales' first team take to the field against Drummer Hare. I caught up with Uchtra Gales player Laura O'Dowd to look back at Leitrim's success last week in securing their intermediate status and the chance of Uchtra Gales reaching a Leitrim semi-final with a victory on Sunday. Here's what she had to say. Now last weekend Leitrim ladies secured their intermediate status for 2020. One of the players on the day was Laura O'Dowd. Welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Tell us a little bit about the game and kind of what was going into the through the head the morning of the match because it was such a big game in terms of where Leitrim will be playing their football next year and it hasn't been the best of seasons if we're being honest. Yeah, to be fair now it has been quite a tough year for us. 
Um, I suppose we started off well with league, you know, we won our first game, but as I suppose the year progressed, you know, it didn't really go our way, but, you know, we really, we really went into that last game. You know, no one wants to be relegated down to junior and we've been intermediate for years, you know, so we really just put everything into that game. You know, I think every single player like just did absolutely unbelievable. I mean, we couldn't ask for anything else and thankfully it just went our way on the day. Six goals is pretty impressive though. Two in the first couple of minutes. Yeah, I think that just showed, you know, our intensity and our aggression just to get straight into the game. We just hit them straight away with them goals and it kind of helped settle us down a little bit and then we just pushed on from there. Now, attention turns that the inter-county season is over. Your attention will turn to the club scene. You've already had one day out against Manor Hamilton two weeks ago. It didn't go too great. No, unfortunately not. Um, not as how we expected anyway. You know, I think we had done all the preparation and everything but unfortunately you know just on the day Manor Hamilton you know they really put it up to us and I think in the first 15 minutes you know we really went out there and then unfortunately we got a sin bin which I think may have just thrown us a little bit and you know coming in at halftime we were a little bit deflated but definitely in the second half we picked up you know we picked up our intensity but unfortunately we just had a bit too much of a mountain to climb in the second half but um Hopefully now we can we can push on for our game now this weekend. Of course, you played Drummer Hair this weekend, the chance to vindicate yourselves and put yourselves in a semi-final with a good performance and result. What's the mood going into the game? The mood is really good. I mean, I think every single player um, on the team after the game against Manor Hamilton was just so disappointed. We were just gutted with ourselves. And I think since that, even training sessions, the intensity has upped. You know, we absolutely... We just couldn't deal with feeling like that again we were in relegation last year and it's definitely not where we want to be this year we've had more experience now with senior we were playing league this year um senior as well so we're really going to be pushing it now for this sunday and hopefully get the result everybody fit and available everybody fit everybody available we'll not give away too much now but um yeah hopefully all goes well in terms of the festival in town this week is that a bit of a distraction for some of the girls maybe keep everyone out of the off the street for the week and just uh, enjoy Sunday night when everything's done and just dusted in the championship and you've got a semi-final spot secured yeah that's it exactly I mean I think every year this the same thing really happens you know we always have a game the closing weekend of the festival and to be honest the girls have always been brilliant for it they always you know we all stick together we meet up ourselves you know you don't need to be going out drinking we're all going to go out after the game Sunday we're going to enjoy ourselves then but from now on it's just focus for this game now well listen Laura the very best luck thanks for joining us thanks a million in local soccer all eyes are on St John's this weekend as the Sligo Leitrim and District Soccer League returns for a new season. In the Super League division, St John's host Manor Hamilton Rangers, and Manor Rangers will be looking for a good start to the season with a victory over St John's in that game. A full round of fixtures in the Super League, while from a Leitrim point of view in the Premier League, it's nice to see the name of Carrick Town make a welcome return to the adult ranks within the league. They host Arrow Harps at 11am on Sunday in what will be their first competitive game in a number of seasons. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. I am inspired and amazed by the range of talent that is coming through this county in what would generally be seen as minority sports 
across the entire distance from Kinlaw to Ruski and everything in between. It's great to see such talent coming through despite the lack of resources and facilities and clubs in some of these sports. In fact, we only have one adult rugby club in the county, uh, Carrick and Shannon, and also only a handful of teams in soccer across the entire county. So to have so much representation at international and regional level is a huge achievement for these athletes, their families and their clubs. I hope this continues for many, many years to come. On a personal note, I'm off to Thomond Park to watch the rugby today. I will be bringing you updates of everything that happens on the sporting pitches around the county and the country over the next three days on Monday when we review the sporting action for the week. I am back tomorrow with A Current Affair where I will be joined by Councillor Porrick Fallon where we will be going through the issues that have arisen in the last seven days in the county. I will talk to you then.